Hey everyone, welcome to the Holistic Reawakening Podcast. My name is Lisa. This podcast is being designed to help you learn a little more about wellness and incorporating healthy habits into your life so that you too can live a happy and healthy lifestyle. Regardless of your financial situation or how old you are or how busy you think you are, there's always, always room to grow and it is through the habits that we keep and the lifestyle that we live in which we are able to find and make this growth. So I welcome you on this journey with me and I hope that we can grow together. Hey guys, so today I was originally planning on discussing procrastination because that's something that I struggle with continuously and I've been really trying to work on trying to change that part of my life. But I decided to wait on that topic a little bit longer because I had a friend of mine request a topic that I thought would be a much better follow-up to the last episode I did on developing a positive mindset. So instead, today I'm going to talk about building self-esteem. There can be many different reasons why somebody struggles with low self-esteem, and I didn't really want to get into that a whole lot today, but I rather want to just focus on different strategies that can help build your self-esteem up to a healthier level. Um, As human beings, we tend to be our own worst critic, and if you're somebody who has poor self-esteem, then you more likely hold some negative thoughts or opinions about yourself. For me personally, when I was younger, I had pretty high self-esteem, um, but through time and events that happened in my life, my self-esteem diminished, and I really started to feel like I was not good enough. So over the years, I had gone from being a confident and outgoing person to being a depressed and anxious introvert. Not to say that there's anything wrong with being an introvert, because it is in my introverted self where I was able to separate myself from other people who weren't serving my well-being in a healthy way. And that's what led me to start recognizing the parts of my life that I needed to work on in order to be able to improve the direction that my life was headed in. And it allowed me to reflect on the parts of my life where I had been toxic I kind of liked the format that I had used in my last podcast where I had laid out 10 tips that helped me in my journey through developing a positive mindset. So I thought that I would stick to that same kind of format for this topic as well, and then maybe for future ones too. Uh, So with that being said, here are 10 tips that have helped me to build my self-esteem back up. One, practice positive but believable self-affirmations. So not too long after we had moved to Florida, I had been going through a particularly hard time mentally. And I'd been really starting to feel as if nothing I ever did was ever going to be good enough. Um, Like I would never be good enough. I was feeling really alone and I was in a really dark place mentally. To help me get through that difficult time, I had written down three self-affirmations that spoke to me on little post-it notes. And then I stuck those to my bedroom mirror where I'd be able to see them every day. And they're actually still there today. 
The first quote I chose to write down is a well-known quote by Audrey Hepburn. You may be familiar with it. The quote is, nothing is impossible. The word itself says I'm possible. The second affirmation that I had chose was, I'm not the best, but I'm trying my best. And then the third affirmation I wrote was, you are not perfect, but you are enough. You are not where you want to be in your life, but you are where you need to be. You are not doing it all, but you are doing something. You are enough. And then in my house, we have a stand-up shower in our master bathroom, which has a glass door. So whenever I was having those hard times, like when everything felt so heavy, I would go hide in my shower so nobody else would be seeing me crying, and I would take my finger and I would write on the shower door, I am enough, over and over again, because I really needed to learn that more than anything else at that time. I really like needed to keep telling myself that over and over again until I was able to start believing it. So overall, you could try using those affirmations that I used myself, or you could do a search online for some different affirmations or quotes that would better suit your needs and changing how you feel about yourself. So two, eliminate self-criticism. The way that you talk about yourself, is that how you would talk to the younger you or talk about the younger you or your child or your good friend? Would you tell this younger you or your child or your good friend that they'll never be good enough to do something or that they're too fat or too ugly or too lazy to aspire into anything more or who be able to live a more fulfilling kind of life? You could try writing yourself a letter as if you were talking to somebody else that you love and care deeply for about getting through a similar situation to yours. And then read this letter anytime that you need to be reminded of your good qualities and strengths. Do not mistake your feelings for facts. Just because you may feel like you're not good enough or that you're a bad mom or that you're a failure it doesn't mean that those are facts. Those are just feelings. So don't mistake your feelings for facts. Three, practice positive thinking. If you need tips on this, please go back and listen to episode two called Developing a Positive Mindset. And especially pay attention to the parts about avoiding negative people and situations and instead seeking out positive, and to the parts about practicing gratitude, because I really feel like those have been super important practices for me in order to build my self-esteem back up. Um, Four, practice self-compassion. So it's important that we forgive ourselves for making mistakes. We're human beings, and as such, we are imperfect beings. For me, I'm a perfectionist. So when I say that, I don't think that I'm perfect. It's quite far from that. Being a perfectionist, one of my tendencies is that I often procrastinate on doing things because I'm so stressed out about how to do what I need to do so that I'm able to do it well instead of just starting and giving it my best effort. 
I also tend to spend far more time completing tasks than I need to because I try to get it done just right. And I feel like I failed if I haven't performed to the highest standards on something. So I've had to come to the realization that my self-worth is not determined by how well I do the things that I do, but instead that I do the best that I can. And I accept that life is a learning process and I'm not expected to get it right all the time. I've had to learn that if we spend too much time trying to get something done just right, other areas in our life are likely to start to suffer and then we start feeling overwhelmed and that doesn't help the situation. So if you are a perfectionist like me, then it could help to remind yourself when you're facing a challenging task that done is done. It isn't about being perfect. It's about the effort. So do the best that you can do. And if you make a mistake, accept it, learn from it and move on. Remind yourself that you're not your circumstances as many times as you have to. And remember to use those self-affirmations. Along with this, learn to accept compliments and to acknowledge your successes. Five, identify your strengths and use those to fuel you. So if you're good at something, then acknowledge that and do things that pertain to that. God created us all as unique individuals with different levels of abilities than one another and with different passions inside of us so that we can each contribute to the world in different ways. We cannot possibly do everything there is to do in this world just as one person alone, and we certainly cannot be expected to know everything there is to know. Sharing the gifts that you have been bestowed with others can drastically help you to feel more fulfilled inside. Uh, If, for example, you're good at cooking, then share the things that you cook with other people so other people can enjoy your gift. If you're good at singing, then sing loud and proud. Share your gifts with people. Of course, we're all have things that we're not so great at that we would love to get better at but if we focus more on sharing the things that we can do instead of the things that we can't do it drastically helps to build up our self-confidence to be able to get through the harder things and to learn and try new things so along with that don't compare yourself to other people so just because your friend Karen was able to lose 10 pounds in a month it doesn't mean that you can as well maybe it will only take you a couple weeks or maybe it will take you a little longer but learn from you learn from other people and don't compare yourselves to them we are each unique in our own ways and those differences are should be celebrated and not used as a weapon against each other or against ourselves Six, challenge yourself to learn about and do new things. When we challenge ourselves to do something new, it can be so exciting and it can be so scary all at the same time. And the act of doing something that challenges us, it helps to build our self-esteem up because we can do hard things, guys. We can do hard things. Seven, do things that you have been putting off. Whether it's cleaning out your garage or going back to school or taking dance lessons, we 
all have things that we keep patiently sitting on our someday or when I have a chance list. We procrastinate and delay doing these things for different reasons. And sometimes we can start to feel discouraged or overwhelmed, starting to feel like it's never going to happen. So it can help to ask yourself, which of those things can you start to do right now or start putting into action? Doing something that you have been putting off can help to ease some of the burden that you carry around or help like make you feel less stressed and more productive and give you a sense of accomplishment. So A, this one might sound a little bit odd, especially coming from me, because I have no problem admitting I'm a messy person. I have piles of paperwork around me all the time. Both Carlos and I are college students, and we've got school books and notebooks scattered all over our kitchen table, which is really used more as a desk than it is a table. And we also have two young children here that are wild and crazy and leave things everywhere all the time. I have piles of laundry waiting to be folded or dishes needing to be washed all the time. But I'm going to say it anyway, because it's one of those things that really does help to make us feel better and help to boost our self-esteem. So cleaning up the environment around you can help you to start changing the way you feel. So as far as for your home, you could try something like giving your home a little makeover with a fresh coat of paint or with new-to-you curtains or decorations. Um, You don't have to do an expensive renovation or you could even make your own decor if you are into do-it-yourself projects. Uh, If you're living in a place that has big gaping holes in the walls, over time, those holes can make you start feeling like you're worth less than you are and that you're never going to have anything better or that you don't deserve better. But on the contrary, if you take action and you begin patching up those holes and giving the walls a new color, it can start to make the the place feel like an entirely different place. Um, So overall, this type of action can serve as a reminder to yourself that you don't have to settle for less in your life or and that you have the ability to change the way that you feel about yourself. It doesn't have to be complicated. Just taking action and starting to make changes with the things that are in need of work. Nine, do things that make you feel better about yourself when you are feeling down. So this one, you could try things like taking a shower brushing your hair, painting your nails, putting on makeup, or dressing in a way that makes you feel good, going for a walk, reading a book, meditating. It doesn't have to be any of these things, but you want to try to do something that isn't destructive to who you are or who you want to be, and instead like doing something that makes you to feel more confident in yourself. Ten, most importantly of them all, practice self-care, aka practice living a healthy lifestyle. Eat healthy nutritional foods. Exercise regularly. Drink plenty of water and get adequate sleep. I'll probably refer to these things in just about everything that I speak about in my podcast, guys. 
because doing these things for me was when I truly experienced the greatest amount of growth in my life and really, really drastically changed the way that I feel about myself and life in general. Ralph Waldo Emerson was so right when he said, the first wealth is health. And then as just a bonus today, I do want to also say, I didn't include this in my 10 list, but engage in personal development, read self-help books, and by listening to podcasts like this one will help to change your mindset and the way you feel about yourself and approach life as well. So that's all I got for you guys today. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast and please leave me a comment or send me a message, share it with your friends. Let me know what you think. Thank you so very much for joining me today. I hope that you found value in this podcast. Um, If you did, please feel free to give me a follow. And I would love it if you would share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, be well.